Hello. I am so excited to welcome you to another episode of the With Love from Live podcast. I am Liv, and I am really excited to present this episode to you today because this is something that I have been sharing pretty regularly and surprisingly, I've also been getting a lot of pushback on this um, and a lot of people who are uncomfortable with what I'm going to share with you. And that's okay. I am not afraid of making you uncomfortable. Um, If you are afraid of being uncomfortable, then that is some inner work to probably start tapping into. Um, However, if you've been following me on social media, then you know that I've been sharing recently pretty proudly, honestly, about how great my relationship is. And I am not trying to create this unrealistic image of my marriage. I'm not trying to create an unrealistic idea of a perfect relationship because I don't in any way believe or see my relationship as perfect. However, it is amazing (laughs) and it's also not hard. And I think that this kind of narrative that's been going around or this idea that's very, very popular right now is that relationships are hard and you just need to like embrace yourself for it to be hard. And the same is true, obviously, for dating. A lot of people say, well, dating is just hard. It's just something that you have to get through. And, you know, once you put in your time or you go through enough, I don't know, whatever, then, you know, you get to the prize, which is a marriage that's also hard. And if you listen to the way that some people talk about their marriages, then they resent each other. So then it's like, okay, so I'm told that dating is super hard and it's just this really difficult thing to kind of muscle through. And then I get into a relationship that leads to a marriage that just continues to be hard. Like, what's the point, right? Um, And I think specifically um, in church culture, not just our church, but in all Christian cultures that teach abstinence before marriage, then uh, sometimes it, it kind of gets construed that your prize for getting married or like your bribe to get married is sex. And I mean, as I was dating and as I was feeding into this idea that dating was really hard and I was telling myself that and dating was really difficult for me, then I, you know, was like, I don't know if from listening to all of my friends who are getting married and don't like being married and, you know, say horrible things about their spouse. I'm like, I don't think that sex is worth it. You know, like I just, that's not really clicking for me. That's not really making sense. Um, so I'm not sure if if I think that 
I care enough um, to be miserable and feel trapped in a relationship because that's honestly kind of the image that I had been told or had been crafted to me from people around me for years who got married before I did and would just kind of paint their marriage in such a negative light that as someone who honestly prides um, freedom above everything else, that's my like number one motivation is how can I feel the most free? Um, and two, fun. That's like my second motivation is what's the most fun. And I'm like, you know what? Marriage sounds like both not freedom and not fun. So, you know, like I kind of lost interest in dating too. Um, I didn't have a relationship. I wasn't serious with anybody for years. Um, I would just go on dates and, you know, it would be fun and I would meet a lot of guys and I would kiss a lot of guys, honestly. And, and for me, I'm like, yeah, that's good. That's like all I'm interested in. That's it for me because getting more serious than this, getting more committed than this sounds like a cage. It sounds like a trap. Um, and luckily I will say that I was blessed with parents who modeled a really good, happy and loving relationship for my whole life. Um, and, and I did have people close to me that had good marriages. Uh, you know, I had some siblings that I really admired their marriages. Um, and, and so, you know, there was kind of this conflict and I'm like, well, what is it that's making dating so hard? What, what is it that makes people's marriages so hard? And as a dating coach, I realized that it's all the same thing. Like what's underneath dating being hard and what's underneath relationships being hard and what's underneath marriages being hard is a lack of awareness. Okay, so uh, just bear with me as I get into this, okay? Um, so when I say that there's a lack of awareness, um, just to kind of put this in context, something that I hear constantly from people that I talk to in my community who are single, who are frustrated, who are, you know, kind of carrying this chip on their shoulder that they never get what they want and things don't work out for them. And, you know, this whole woe is me kind of thing. And listen, I get it. I have been there. And I say, okay, well, what do you want in a relationship? What does a loving, fulfilled, connected relationship look like for you? And you know what? They don't know. They say, oh, well, here's my checklist that I made when I was a young woman or a young man. And it was, you know, what I thought up of at church when I was 14. And, and this is what I'm still kind of basing my idea of my marriage on. Do you see how flawed that kind of thinking is? Um, if you are hearing this and you're like, okay, this is me. Um, if you are relying on 
a checklist that you made as a teenager, then it is time to retire your checklist. Okay. I am so sick of these. <laughs> and, um, if you work with me, I will make you disband your <laughs> checklist because the checklist doesn't matter. And it's kind of used as more or less a band-aid, um, as kind of this facade solution for what you really want. And then I see people who they get into relationships and they start dating somebody and they're like, oh my gosh, this person is checks every box. They're they're everything from my checklist. And then most often they get married and then they start to resent each other. And then they have these hard, quote unquote, marriages um, and they fight and they like long for the days of being single again. And what's, what's compelling that or, or what's driving that um, is the fact that you created a checklist based off of an idea of what you thought would be good for you, but your checklist most likely doesn't actually get to the heart of what do you want to feel like in your relationship. And if you haven't done that work, if you haven't taken that time to really, really know yourself and to really be aware of your needs, and you haven't been able to identify your non-negotiables, then you're, you're looking for something outside of yourself. You're looking for happiness and fulfillment and, you know, whatever meaning you've attached to a relationship and to dating. And you're looking for that outside of yourself. And as long as you're looking for something outside of yourself to make you feel happy, to make you feel loved, to help you feel fulfilled, um, then you're always going to feel a little bit inadequate. You're always going to feel like you're missing the mark. Um, you're always going to feel like something's a little bit off in your relationship. And so this is what I see getting perpetuated when people get into their marriages and then, you know, they're like, well, I don't even know why I wanted these things on my checklist. And I don't know if you're really the person that I want to be committed to. And now we're just going to be fighting all the time and, you know, our, our time together is just miserable and we don't need that. Okay. We don't need to create that in our marriages. We don't need to create that in our society. And what's missing is that people are really adverse to the idea of self-love. Um, and, and I mean, in a really genuine um, face your crap and take responsibility for yourself kind of self-love. Okay. I am not talking about bubble baths and, um, you know, shopping sprees and whatever the internet has kind of created as this idea of, oh yeah, love yourself, treat yourself, blah, blah, blah. That's not it. Real self-love that perpetuates godlike love in all of your relationships, okay, not just romantically. Um, this comes from self-awareness, self-acceptance, 
and the ability to take responsibility and accountability for your actions and for the results that you receive, right? Um, Something that I've uh, been sharing a little bit recently is this idea that you don't actually create any results. Um, This is kind of a misconception that we have. You don't create results. The results or the outcomes already exist. You just receive, based on your behavior, what you're willing to receive. Um, And I know that that's hard for people to hear. I know that's hard to accept because that does place a heck of a lot of responsibility on you to manage your thoughts, to manage your actions, to be responsible for your language and how you are talking to yourself, how you're talking to other people, what you believe. Um, and and we want to kind of put these things outside of ourselves and make them external but you are responsible for what you believe. That's 100% your choice. And I hear that that sometimes, um, you know, it's like, well, I, I feel like I want to believe this. And it's like, okay, well, well, that's what you believe. What you believe perpetuates your actions. And then your actions welcome um, whatever results are connected to that belief. Um, So if you're sitting there and you're like, well, dating is hard. Okay. You're choosing to believe that. And yes, there are absolutely experiences from your life and and in, in your surroundings that validate that. And I promise that if you choose a different belief and you decide to say, oh, dating is really fun, actually. Dating is a really great experience. Dating is easy and and dating actually gives me greater capacity to feel free. Then you're going to find experiences that validate that belief. Um, and and this is kind of the the trip up around your belief system is that Whatever you choose to believe, you will find evidence to support. And that's why there's so much responsibility on you to decide what you want to believe, okay? Because because that's not something that's outside of you. Your belief is your choice. And uh, this is something that in my marriage... (laughs) um, I chose to believe when I was dating that I wanted to connect with someone who was fun and I wanted to have a marriage that was fun and I wanted to be with somebody who didn't make me feel trapped. I wanted to be with somebody who I could experience greater life with. And so for me, I created a belief that marriage was a source of experiencing more life, you know, instead of seeing it and believing it as something that was restrictive or, you know, cage-like, then I changed that belief. and I decided that my marriage was going to be a source of greater freedom for me. And, and it has been because I have experienced 
evidence to validate that belief. And uh, if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, so um, so right now the belief that I've chosen um, is that dating is hard and that relationships are hard and you know that they're not fun and I am not sure what's the point of continuing on to pursue them, right? One, you get to choose to believe something different at any point. You don't have to wait for evidence to present itself for you to make a different choice, okay? Um, And when you do that, when you're really proactive and you go on offense with your beliefs instead of defense, um, then that actually opens you up to receive this new belief, to receive new evidence for this belief um, in a much more efficient and and a much faster way. So, um, you know, when I hear people talking about that they're kind of beholden to some non-existent timeline, um, well, you are, as long as you believe that you are, when you no longer believe that you are restricted by a timeline, then you're no longer restricted by the timeline, okay? Um, and, and all of this, as I'm sharing it with you, these are all beliefs that I held. And these are all beliefs that I changed. When I decided that I wasn't going to wait for some, you know, timeline that that existed outside of me to find my husband um then i i decided okay you know what i can connect with somebody whenever i want to i can make that connection um and obviously this is what i talked about on last week's podcast episode that that you don't need to control other people uh to make that connection people are always available for you to connect with, what's in your control is your belief, right? Um, And that's why I also have a very easy marriage. Um, And and I say that like in full transparency, I disagree with Christian on things. We do not see everything the same way. We are eight years apart. We were raised completely in different environments. He comes from a small family. I come from a very large family. Like there are a lot of differences there. And one, we're not afraid to have hard conversations. We have hard conversations all the time. And I mean hard as in um, vulnerable, transparent, all cards on the table, truly showing you myself kind of conversation and um and something honestly that I used to do that was um a defense mechanism when Christian and I first started dating was uh that I I would hold back and I would get really quiet when we had disagreements um and and he asked me one time he was like he was like why aren't you saying anything and I said, well, because I'm afraid that what I say will hurt your feelings and I don't know what I want to say. And like, you know, I just, 
I'm I'm so afraid of making things worse because I had a relationship where that happened and um whatever. And and Christian was like, listen, I'm a grown adult. I I can take it. Um, if you need time to think, that's okay. But just share with me what's in your heart. Just share with me what you're feeling and whatever you're feeling is okay. You don't need to like protect my feelings if you're just sharing how you feel because that's how you feel, right? Um, and, and that kind of instilled in me a whole paradigm shift um, because I, I had been actively working on um, how do I let myself be seen in dating? Um, and interestingly enough, um, what I, I talk to clients about, what I work with clients on, um, and what I'll tell anybody in my audience is that the harder you work to avoid rejection, the more you perpetuate rejection. And the reality of rejection is that the the harder you run away from it and the more that you try to avoid it, the more you're going to experience it. And when you actually risk real, genuine rejection and an actual no thank you of you and who you are openly, entirely, transparently, the chances that somebody rejects that, especially somebody that's in the same emotional place of of being that vulnerable and opening themselves up that way too, the chances that they reject you for showing yourself, very, very slim. Okay. Um, and that's a concept that is really hard to wrap your mind around when you're dating and you feel like you experience rejection all the time. And I'm here to tell you that the rejection that you're experiencing, that's all self-perpetuated. That's all you actually hiding a part of yourself and, and getting rejected in a very superficial way. Um, because you're not actually, for the most part, showing your heart to somebody that you've established trust with. You are kind of putting on your best face and asking for a date and getting told no. Guess what? Like that's that's your own self-rejection, okay? So if you really, really are listening to this and maybe you're a little bit uncomfortable, but you're still here um, and you're like, okay, I am ready to make dating easier. Then I want you to start with that freaking list. <laughs> First of all, throw it out. I'm, I, I don't even want to hear about it. Okay. Um, and instead of this checklist of qualities, um, I encourage you to turn inward and look at yourself and decide what makes me feel loved? How do I feel safe with somebody so that I can show up as my, my most real self? Um, like, how do I identify someone who really sees me? Um, and, and when you're starting to go on this journey of, um, this is what I call your non-negotiables. 
um, and you're starting to explore your non-negotiables, um, something that you may find <laughs> is that your, your non-negotiable list, it actually doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. Your, your non-negotiables and, you know, essentially your, um, your boundaries for who you're going to choose to build a relationship with. This comes down to that self-awareness of, okay, um, how do I let myself be seen? How do I let myself be vulnerable? How do I really genuinely share my heart with somebody? And when you're asking yourself those questions, then um, your nervous system is actually going to play a big part in this. Um, because when when you strip what you're looking for in dating down to who do I connect with that really, really sees me, that I am safe and comfortable to be completely myself with, your nervous system, it's going to guide you. Um, something that was really, really profound when um, when I started doing this work myself and I started just owning all of the parts of me and loving all of the parts of me and and not trying to make myself small or you know close myself down or or make myself more attractive to more people and just started being me so entirely and looking for people who could see me um that was something that i immediately felt with christian when i met him he was just so calming and, and like, you know, I had kind of a flutter because I thought he was so cute when I saw him. Um, but when we started talking, my, my internal nervous system just felt so relaxed with him. And I was like, this is a calming presence. This is somebody who like really makes me feel like I can say anything and it's going to be okay. And I can, I can be totally, completely my insane, opinionated and wild self. And he's here for it. And that's who I chose. And that's why our relationship is on the whole, you know, not always, but the majority of the time, it's so freaking easy and it is so freaking fun because we're just two people who gave ourselves permission to be so completely ourselves. We're not trying to hide things from each other to be accepted or to be attractive. We just own all that we are and we share that with each other all the time. And, and we're not afraid to say, okay, listen, um, I love you and I, I love that you're, uh, you know, kind of out there, but when you said this, it made me feel not very good. And, you know, so, so we need to address that. We need to talk through that. And then there's that openness and that willingness to say, oh my gosh, okay, yes, I see that. And how can I do that different? How can I improve? What, what can be better here? And that approach has meant the world to me. It has um, created so much space for love and communication and understanding in our relationship, something I'm incredibly grateful for. And it's something I had to cultivate 
while I was dating so that I could bring it into this relationship. I hope that helps you. I hope that this episode brings you some calm and brings you a sense of how easy and fun relationships and dating can be if you are willing to really, really face yourself. And if you want somebody to support you as you face yourself on this journey, reach out to me. Please send me an email. Um, I have two spots open still for one-on-one work. Um, And this is what we're doing one-on-one together is we are facing you and we're doing it with understanding. We're doing it with acceptance. We're doing it with patience and love and we're doing it together so that you're not in your head. You're not caught up in doing this alone. Um, I have not only a program, but, but I have a lot of practice experience in guiding you to this and, and helping my clients step into this space of peace, of self-acceptance, of self-love, real, real self-love, not what they're selling you online. Okay. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. This, honestly, I've recorded this episode three times and this is it. This is the one I know that is meant for you. So send me an email. I'll drop that in the show notes. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and happy dating.